Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., or 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. I pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. May God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. I wonder if you have seen the movie Inside Out. My wife and I, we, and my children, of course, love Pixar films, except for Toy Story 3. That was rubbish. And Inside Out was a fascinating film on a number of levels because it takes the workings of our brains, especially our emotions and decision-making and memory, and turns them into these charming and hilarious cartoon characters. Child psychologists have praised the film for their anthropomorphizing of brain function in a very accurate way. One component of the film, and I'm not giving anything away here if you have not seen the film, is core memory. These are moments in our life that create who we are, through which our personality, relationships, and values are formed and projected. And that concept really resonates with me. Whether your life has consisted of a decade or several decades, there are events that stand out, that feel like yesterday. Moments when the sights and smells and tastes and words are so vivid that they're almost real. And you can replay those moments in your mind as if they were yesterday. Moments without which you would not be who you are today. And I don't know about you, but for me, those moments are not often the quote-unquote big moments. The big moments like graduations or weddings or births or funerals. For me, many of those moments are a blur. I know that they happened, I've seen pictures, but the details escape me. But there are those ordinary life moments that I remember very well. I have very little memory of my graduation day from college. But I remember late-night conversations and lectures by professors and moments that I will treasure for all my life. I hate to admit it, but I have very little memory of my wife and I's marriage. But I remember the moment we met with vivid clarity. And I even hate more, especially on this august occasion, I really the memory of my children's baptism is getting foggy. I hope you have a better memory than me. But there are those moments, and I hope you are experiencing those moments with Zoe, 
those certain smiles, those certain snuggles, certain moments building Legos or singing songs, those I will treasure forever. And as I read this week's Gospel and pondered its place in this Easter season, I began to think about big moments versus small moments. I've always wondered why the resurrection wasn't a bigger moment. Certainly the Gospels tell us of the great events on Easter morning. The Gospel of Matthew's account of the resurrection is the most dramatic. And there was a great earthquake. And the angel of the Lord came back and rolled the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a pretty big moment. But only two disciples, one angel, and a few guards, and we probably should count Jesus as well, actually witnessed it. And I would think that the defeat of death, the resurrection of God's only Son, the very fulcrum on which the entire universe moves and gains its meaning, I would think that moment would have been something more. I want explosions and trumpets and banners and Jesus riding in on a horse the size of Montana. Perhaps I've seen too many action movies, but that sounds more like the resurrection to me. But instead, Scripture makes the resurrection known in small moments, like the moment we read about in today's Gospel, the disciples encountering Jesus on the road to Emmaus. Here we have two old friends who have just been through several big moments. For the past few years, they've been following this teacher and mentor and friend, this Jesus, and they hoped that he was the one sent by God. But then he has been arrested and executed by the Roman oppressors. And if that were not enough, some in their group went to the tomb that very morning and they came back and said that he was not there, that the body was missing. And others from the group went as well and confirmed these reports. And now, that Easter evening, these two are walking on the road and they're probably really tired of big moments. But while on the road, they meet a third, a man who they do not recognize. And they travel with him for a while and share their story. And I expect they talked over dinner and they revealed their deepest longings about who this Jesus is, and their hopes for his ministry in the world. And then the stranger took some bread, blessed it, broke it, and shared it with them. The two disciples immediately recognize him as Jesus, and he vanishes. The resurrected Christ was made known, not in some enormous way, but in a simple meal between three people. Perhaps you have known God in these kind of moments. God moments, thin places, moments when someone appears unannounced or something seemingly happens out of nowhere, moments when you are feeling down and you suddenly receive a note or an email or a text message from a friend that makes you smile or laugh. 
Moments that appeared mundane on the calendar this morning, but in that moment you realize, I really love this person. I think I can really do this. Or maybe, maybe I'm going to make it after all. These are the moments that may not seem like seas parting or, or stones rolling, but God is there and resurrection is happening and God is being made known. So on your journey, on Zoe's journey, there may be big moments and small moments. And perhaps you have a better mind than I and you will remember all of them with great clarity. But on your walk, wherever your walk takes you, from the village of Emmaus to the Kroger, be on the lookout for those small moments. Be on the lookout for those inconsequential moments that can be so utterly consequential. Be on the lookout for God. For God can be made known in the smallest of things, in the smallest of people. And those moments, those moments make a life of faith. Amen.